Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground, where the word of God takes you to places, to the unseen, where there's a void, where darkness covers the earth, where the foundation is being laid, where growth is happening, where seeds from God's word is being sowed, where repentance starts the underground. And who am I? Just the voice of one calling out, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 4, 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The heart of man. the heart of man. I wanted to talk a little bit more about this because uh, lately we've been having a lot of uh, celebrities or rappers or entertainers or whatever you know, want to call them. Uh, you know, they've been, they've been dying. And when this type of thing happens, there's an outrage for people I see. You know, if you read the comments or you just hear people talking, there's this certain outrage or this certain disbelief like uh, they wasn't flesh, you know, like they didn't have a point with God. You know, no matter how much money you make, no matter how famous you get, you still go have an appointment with God. You can cancel your dentist appointment. You can cancel your doctor's appointment. You can cancel your concerts. You can cancel your movies premiere. You can cancel your dates. You can cancel your school activities. You can cancel meeting your friends with to dinner. But one thing you cannot cancel is that appointment with God. And we got to be mindful of these things. We cannot forget these things. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 says, and just as each person is destined to die, destined to die, each person has a destiny to die. I know we talk about destiny a lot. I know a lot of people want to know their destiny. Well, here's one destiny that I can assure you of. The word says that just as people are destined to once die. You are destined to die. You are destined for that. And shouldn't we be ready, getting ready for our destiny? We tell people, get ready for your destiny. Destiny is coming. Well, shouldn't we be getting ready for our destiny? Getting ready to die. Why should we get ready to die? Because this, it says, just as people are destined to die once and after that, judgment that's why we should be getting ready to die because after we die there's judgment and you can't cancel that plan you can't cancel that appointment i don't care how busy you think you are that appointment you're gonna have to make it's already laid out for you you see what i'm saying and so we 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 steady get like very surprised when things like this happen. 
Stop thinking that when you make money or become successful, it's supposed to change your heart or change the way that you are. No, you still go have that same sinful nature. Do you understand what's in the heart of man? And that's what I want to talk about. We have this idea that when we start, when we become successful or make money or do, uh, this goal happen or when I, when I get here, this is when I'm really beyond. Beyond what? What do you mean beyond? That's when I really, I mean, I'm going to make it. Make what? I need you to understand what's really in you. No matter where you go, this is in you and it's going to stay in you unless you repent. You repent and let Christ into your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to start teaching you and molding you. So when you do die, you're ready for judgment. Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10, one of my life verses. I love this verse, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. In 10, it says the heart is deceitful above all things. Rich, your heart is still going to be deceitful above all things. Poor, and your heart is still going to be deceitful. You're living in a big house. Your heart is still deceitful. Driving the most fanciest cars. Your heart is still deceitful above all things. Got a whole bunch of bank accounts over here in the Cayman Islands, overseas, all type of bank accounts. But your heart is still deceitful. You're on a 500 uh, Forbes list. Your heart is still deceitful. You're selling out concerts everywhere. You're number one on the billboard. You got the number one movie in America and all over the world. But your heart is still deceitful. Above all things, desperately sick. It's desperately sick. It's desperately sick. The heart is at a place, nobody can save it. When you go to the doc, the doctor will say, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, see, the doctor can't do nothing with this heart right here. The best surgeons can't perform no miracle on this type of heart. There's only one doctor who can perform any miracle on this heart, and that's God. Take them to the doc top doctors around the whole world. Get a new heart, and then after that, you get another heart. John Q can go get you a new heart. He can fight for your heart. Shout out to John Q. But that heart ain't even going to be able to save you with your desperately deceitful self. That's who we are. That's the reality of who we are. But I'll be helping people desperately sick and wicked. Mm-hmm. But I give everything to the poor. Deceitful and desperately sick still. It's 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 the nature. It's what we was born with. You see what I'm saying? Who can understand it? 
that's why you get people who says things like, oh, my God, I can't believe this person was like that because they can't even understand it. They can't understand somebody can be this wicked. But the Bible was telling you, yeah, they can. When you have a desperately weak heart, wicked heart like that and sick heart like that. Yeah. That's why I'm telling you, that's why people be so shocked when we see all these wicked acts. Who can understand? I cannot believe somebody is that evil. You hear people say that type of stuff, right? How can somebody be that cruel? Because the heart is deceitful and desperately sick. That's how they can be that cruel. I, the Lord, search the heart and test the minds. I search the heart and test the mind. For all of you single people out there, this should be your format to dating people. Search the heart and test the minds of people you're dating, people that you're laying with, people that you want to see a future with. You should search the heart and test their minds. That'll save you from a lot. To give every man according to his ways, according to the fruits of his deeds. Such a fair God that we serve. I love that he don't look at the outer appearance. But he says, I searched the heart. I'm looking into the minds. I'm looking into the thoughts. I'm all up in your business. I'm all up in your Kool-Aid. And I got all the flavor, too, is what God said. Mm-hmm. But the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? That verse alone helps me stay humble. That verse alone keeps me in my rightful place as a servant to the Most High. That verse alone keeps me out of pride, out of self-righteousness, out of thinking I have arrived somehow, thinking I have made it somehow. Because I understand the heart. See what I'm saying? I understand that I can't trust it at times. It can deceive me at times, unless I have God and the Holy Spirit guiding me. Luke chapter six, verse 45. The good person out of the good treasures of his heart produces good. And the evil person out of his evil treasures produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. His mouth speaks. You can tell what's in a person's heart. You can search what's in a person's heart. Just listen to what comes out of their mouth. We live in a society that there's nothing but hate, condemnation, judgmental, self righteous i'm better than the next i'm all about the money type things coming out of people mouth you know why because it's in a heart it's in a heart 
A person would tell you exactly what's in a heart. Just use the two ears that you got. Close the one mouth that you have. And that's pretty smart by God. He gave us he gave us two ears and one mouth that tells us what we should be doing more of. We should be listening more. Listen to what comes out of a person's mouth. It'll tell you what's in their heart. And most of the time, if you're listening good, it ain't nothing but deceitful and desperately sick things. Is what coming out of us humans mouth. If it's not the word of God, <laughs> you know, most of the times it's going to be sick and just wicked, deceitful, lies, judgmental, gossip, you know, stuff like that. That's what comes out of our mouth. Boasting, bragging. Slick talking, you know, <laughs> that's why we need the word of God to come out of our mouth. Psalms 51 verse 10, he said, it says, creating me a clean heart. Why do he need someone to create a clean heart if I'm so good? You know why he says that? Because he understood that his heart was dirty. He understand it was wicked. So he's asking God, creating me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. My spirit off, God. My spirit wicked. My spirit, I don't know. It's just all off balance, God. I need you to create in me a renew my spirit, God. Some of us, we be thinking we just, we, we so good and we just, we straight. I'm straight. I'm good. No, you're not. Your heart is desperately wicked. You need to ask God daily, creating me a new heart. Clean my heart, God. I need a clean heart because I got some things in my heart, God, that if you was to sing them, if you tested me by the heart, I ain't going to pass this test straight up. You see what I'm saying? If we, if, we, if we understand how God sees man, which he says, the Lord searches the heart. This is why we need to ask God to, okay, God, well, if you search in the heart, I need you to get some things up out of me then. Yeah, because I got it hid. My wife don't even know what's in my heart. My husband don't even know what's in my heart. My kids don't even know what's in my heart. You think these people that kill their wife and their kids, you think their family knew that that was in their heart? It was hidden in his heart. Only God can see that. You see what I'm saying? They didn't know. The kids probably didn't. The kids had no idea that that was in their parents' heart, that they was going to kill their own kids. The wife didn't have no idea that her husband had murder in, in his heart. The husband had no idea his wife probably had murder in his heart. But when a heart is sick like that and desperately wicked, these are the things that comes from it. These are the things that comes from it. Then 1 Samuel chapter 16 and 7, so we're familiar with this verse. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his statue, women. <laughs> That's why y'all get in trouble a lot. In man, I'm sorry, in man. We're looking at the appearance and a statue of a person. And we can be looking at somebody and what he says, because I have rejected him. Some of y'all with somebody that the Lord has rejected. 
Oh my God. Ooh. Holy Spirit. Some of you guys are chasing or uh, trying to save a relationship that God has rejected. That's a word for somebody. Thank you, God. Mm. Thank you, God, for speaking to us. God is saying this right now to somebody. You're sleeping with somebody. You're in a relationship with somebody. You're about to marry somebody that God has rejected because you're so focused on the outside. You're so focused on what they can do for you. You're so focused on a sexual attraction that God said, you can't even see that I have rejected them. And I speak that into your life right now in Jesus' name. Amen. But anyways, it says, I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. He's telling us right now, I don't look at things as y'all see them. There's people right now that y'all keep saying, oh, they anointed. I don't see that. I have rejected them. I don't see success as you see it. I don't see uh, pro production as you see it. I don't see it like the world see it. If we can understand that alone, we'll be in, in front of God's face asking him to create in me a clean heart. Dear God, show me how to see people. God says again, for the Lord sees not as man sees. I don't see the world as you see it. I don't see people as you see it. I don't see problems as you see it. I don't see success as you see it, God is saying. Man looks on the outward appearance. Man looks at what's how it looks to the natural. That's how y'all judge things. I don't. I look at the heart. God, help us see the heart of people, see the motives of people. Help us, God, to stop focusing on the flesh and on its natural. Help us to be in the spirit, dear God. Help us. Mm. Mm. Thank you, God. Mark 7. 21 and 23. Mark 7, 21 and 23. For from within, out of the heart of man, this is what comes out of the heart of man, God is saying. Evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, Deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness, all these evil things come from within and they defile a person. All these things we see every day. And what, what, what really gets me is when I hear people say, they they it's like they have this self-righteous attitude like oh my god oh i never do that yes you would because you have the same heart 
Man, if I had that much money, I'll be, I wouldn't do stuff like that. Okay, you may not do that a particular sin, but do you see all these things that God just named that comes out of our heart? One of these may be something that you struggle with. So I'll give you an example. Uh, let's just say, uh, again, you know, there's a, I keep up with certain things like this just to see what's going on. But, you know, there's a certain rapper who they may have died. Uh, they they went back to the hood or they may been in the hood and they got shot there. Right. They went back to their hometown. And you hear people say, man, they need to stop. If I was there, if I was in those shoes, I wouldn't have went back. OK, you probably didn't went back. You probably. OK, cool. Cool. That makes you more better. That makes you sound more smarter. Right. OK. We'll give you that. It makes you more smarter. But you probably still be dealing with sexual immorality. You may still be dealing with evil thoughts. You may still be dealing with adultery. So you're not going back to the hood. That's good. Great. You may not be in no game. That's good. Great. I applaud you. Great. Okay. But you still may be dealing with these other things. These other things may be deep down inside your heart that you may be hiding from other people, but you're not hiding from God. You see what I'm saying? So we got to stop with the whole self-righteous thing. Like, that would never be you if you was in that position. If you don't have the Holy Spirit guiding you, for sure it's going to be you. You may not go out like you may. Uh, something else might bring you down, though, if you don't have God in your life and you are following the commands of God. These are the things. If you don't follow the commands of God, if you don't repent of your sins, allow the Holy Spirit to wash and renew you and you follow his commands and you keep following after God daily. These are the things that you're going to start seeing in your life. Let's go over it again. Mark 7, 21 and 23. You're going to start seeing evil thoughts. You're going to start seeing sexual immorality. You may see theft. You may become a murderer. You may become an adulterer. You may start coveting things. You may become wicked. You may uh, lie a lot. You may envy a lot. You may put slander on people's names, slander on people's uh, color of their skin. You may be a proud person. You may become foolish in your thoughts, foolish in the way you live, foolish with your money, foolish how you handle your house, foolish how you handle your credit, foolish how you handle your money. You see what I'm saying? So no, you may not be uh, in the hood or no, you may not be in a game. And that may not never be you, but you still may become most of these other things. What am I trying to say? Stop judging people, man. And you have the same heart as, as most of everybody else. We all in we, we all have this wicked heart. We all have this wicked heart. So before you judge somebody else again, just stop and say, you know what? How is my heart? How is my heart? Is, is, is my heart pure before God? Do I need to work on my heart? And 10, 10 out of 10, we all do. 
we still in that on that on that path. We still on that path. You see what I'm saying? So I just want y'all to start uh, showing mercy, showing mercy for the people, man. We got to start showing mercy to people, man. For real. There's a lot of people just. Uh, I think a lot of people is dying without repenting, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, like the word says, after after death comes the judgment. After death comes the judgment, man. And I just hope people are saved. Uh, I hope they repent of their sins and accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. Because, you know, God has given us the, the blueprint. He's given us his standards. Uh, this is how God wanted it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I just come to let y'all know this is how you want it. But yeah, it kind of, I think a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Especially people that uh, I kind of, like I said, I keep up. I keep up with a certain group of people and I keep up with a certain uh, profession of people. Because I know they, are, they, they you know, they, they're, they go have it worth trying to accept God, man. And I just hope everybody is is answering that call, man. I hope you guys are out there just hearing the voice of God. And when he comes knocking at your heart, don't put him on hold. You know, it says, hearken on the day when you hear the voice of the Lord. I think a lot of us sometimes think like, oh, he'll, uh, well, you know, I, I, I'll let you uh, when I get ready, God. Like, how we know God is going to be ready for you? How we know you go get it next time? Do you know most, do you think these millionaires and these famous people, you think they, they was ready to die? Like, seriously, you think they had on a schedule. They probably had uh, concerts and movie premieres and shows and parties on a schedule. Not no judgment from God. They, they, probably, they probably thought they had time. They making money. They having fun. You see what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. I can get, I really, I can understand why it can be hard for them you know what i'm saying because they're just they're living life they got the pride of life they get whatever their eyes lust for whatever they flesh lust for they get it let's be real but to the normal pe person uh what you waiting on like uh, honestly what, what what you waiting on you working a nine to five, just like everybody else. Ain't, ain't, ain't nothing to be too proud about that. And you barely scraping a hundred views and a hundred likes on your Instagram. So you ain't popping like that. So sit down and be humble. Yeah, some of y'all got to be humble. Look, some of y'all got to be humble. You know, you paying bills just like all of us. 
Your credit score is barely making it just like all of us. You got to fill up every week just like us. See what I'm saying? You, you, some of y'all, y'all got to, uh, y'all trying to find somebody who's selling food stamps just like the rest of us. So, hey, be humble. Be humble. Okay. But what I'm saying, why you, uh, and you, so, so we struggling, you know, the common folks, we just struggling. Why are we putting God on hold? Again, I can see if we balling out of control and I'm talking about we taking trips on trips. I mean, we got stacks on stacks when we go into the club. I mean, we popping bottles. We throwing money in the air. We getting shoes. We going on shopping sprees. We got everybody in our DMs. You feel me? I see why. I ain't going to lie. I understand why they struggling. I understand why it's hard for them to accept this gospel message. But to you who just, I mean, after you pay all your bills, you got like, what, $100 left? You know what I'm saying? You barely eating good. You barely can fill up your gas tank. You barely can get a date. You barely fornicating. Okay? You barely getting that on. You masturbate most of the time. Why you got God on hold? Why he got to keep knocking at your heart? You need to go ahead and answer him now. You should have answered him yesterday. What's up, God? Come on, make my life better because this ain't this ain't working for me, God. Tell somebody and say, this ain't working for me. I'm barely, I'm, ba- I'm not even having fun with my sin no more. You know, you get to that point where you just not even having fun with your sin. You know? So I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm being for real. The ones, the people who are out here struggling, you need to give your life to God right now. When the last time you got some new uh, Air Force Ones? Huh? Your shoes got creases all in the uh, front of them. You need to give your life to God. Come on, give your life to God. You, you come on, come on. God is calling you right now. He has a ministry with your name on it. Give your life to God. Your white tees, they got stains on them. You know what I'm saying? Your jeans, they they not even crispy no more. You need to give your life to God. Come on, give your life to God. And like I said, some of you women, y'all out there being too prideful. You barely scraping a hundred likes. What what are you? help us god help us ain't nobody in your dm like that and the people who in your dm they old man who just ready to trick off their social security give your life to god and stop making them pay your cell phone bill and your college tuition okay i'm done i'm gonna stop i'm gonna leave y'all alone i'm gonna leave y'all alone Revelations 3 and 3 says, remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you would not wake up, I will come like a thief and you would not know at what hour I will come against you. The underground.